Hey, good morning, Christ Fellowship family, and anyone else who's joining us today. I hope you guys had an incredible Christmas. And, and every year, we come to these few days after Christmas, and it seems like a couple things are going on in our mind. One, we're really pumped that it's all over. Like, we've been um, preparing for weeks or months, even, um, with shopping and, and cleaning and and cooking and, and, and decorating, all the stuff, right? And it was fun. It was exciting. Uh, we longed for it, and now it's, it's come and gone. And, and so there's a sense of relief. There's another thing that we feel um, a lot of times, and it's a feeling that I get a lot, is like, man, now I have to clean all that stuff up. Like, we have to make room for for gifts, and um, we need to get rid of the tree. All the all the needles are falling off. We um, the worst part for me is this. So I gotta take all this down. You know I like lights, and so I put a lot of lights up, and and, um, and we 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 love it, and um, it's more enjoyable to put them up than it is to take them down. And then you're left with this dilemma. Am I going to wrap them up so it's easy for me next year, me, or um, am I just going to bundle them up and throw them in the box? And I'm sure you probably have done both, but um, we we try we try to we try to wrap them up, and um, we'll let the lights go into maybe into January, and um, but we're not leaving them up all year round, right? Okay. You know, I think lights are an appropriate decoration for Christmas because. Like physically, it's, it's the darkest time of the year. Like the days are um, short, the, the nights are long. And um, also, we're celebrating Jesus, the light of the world um, uh, that has come. And we celebrate that at Christmas time. And, and they're fun, they're festive, right? And it, it brightens the darkness. And um, we see light illuminates, light brings joy, light reveals. And, and Jesus, he calls you and me to be light. Like he calls us as believers, if you're a believer in Jesus, to be a light in this world. And if you're not a believer, then I hope you can look at me. I hope you can look at uh, other people that claim to be believers and, and you can see a source of light there. Now, Jesus, he wants us to be difference makers in this world. Um, we're not to be deserted on some island singing kumbaya and, and not have any contact with the world around us. But no, we're supposed to be in the world uh, and brightening this place all for the glory of God. Because the scripture says that God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. And so I believe that God is something significant um, for, for all of us. I think God um, wants you to change the world. And one of the ways that we could do that is by poking holes in the darkness that's all around us. You know, in God's economy, um, we live for God first, and we live for others second. God first, God second, so others second. And so that's something we say around Christ Fellowship a lot, is uh, love God and love people. And, and so I want us to hone in just today for the short devotional, and um, we're talking about wrapping up and cleaning up Christmas lights, but I want us to be reminded and challenged that we're also supposed to be light. So here's what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16. He says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. 
Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father that is in heaven. See, light has to do with, with revealing things, doesn't it? When it's dark, you turn the light on, you can now see. And, and so light reveals um, God's will and God's ways and really who God is. And so God wants uh, uh, to use us to, to, to point people all around us in your house or on your street, at your work, um, in, your, in your broader family, you know, in your online presence. He wants to use it all to bring some light into this dark world. And so a couple things we could draw out from this passage. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A town built on the hill cannot be hidden. So the first thing is this, you are the light of this world. That's what Jesus says, you know, and it sounds crazy. Uh, one of the things, um, I'm not a mountain guy. I like to visit the mountains, but I grew up here in coastal Virginia. And um, one of the things that's always fun when you're driving through the mountains, maybe you're on the interstate and, and uh, um, it's, it's, it's getting dark and you, you're driving the mountains and you see specks of light all, all on the mountains, right? And those are usually houses that are just smack dab in the middle or on the top of a mountain and it's completely pitch black other than these few little dots, probably just a few 60 watt bulbs, right? But it pierces through the darkness for miles away. Now, if you are a follower of Jesus, you too have been called to be a city on a hill. You know, you're supposed to be that, that light shining bright in the darkness, standing out on a mountaintop. We're called to be a light in the same way that the moon is a light, which it takes a little bit of pressure off of us because we don't have to create some artificial light. We don't have to invent anything. Man, we're just reflecting the light of something so much greater, just like the moon. The moon doesn't have its own light. No, the moon is a gigantic mirror. It's reflecting the light of something so much bigger, the sun. And, uh, and when we see it at night, it's magnificent. It's brilliant. It's glowing. You can see it from anywhere, right? And so God is our source of light. And as believers, we're here reflecting that light to the world around us. So the first thing is this, is that you are called to be light in this world. First uh, John 1, 5-7 says, uh, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live in the truth. But if we walk in light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So God wants you to change this world by poking holes in the darkness and bringing and being light. The second thing we see is this, is that light has a purpose. I mean, we know that, right? Light has a purpose. And uh, Jesus says in Matthew 5.15, he says, people don't light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and, and it gives the light to everyone in the house. See, in Jesus's culture, uh, lights weren't just used for decorations to hang on the house. No electricity, uh, sun was down, moon shows light, but not enough to really see, maybe when you're in your house. And, and so, um, all they had was lamps or, or fire. And so 
that's how they saw. And so Jesus is just pointing out common sense. If you're using a light to see in the house, you're not going to light it up and then cover it up. No, you're going to, you're going to put it in such a place where it illuminates everything. And we do the same thing with, with mirrors and reflectors and, and globes that help illuminate, right? Uh, today with the lights that we use. So when it comes to us being the light, sometimes we do the foolish thing of covering that up. You know, maybe we, we, it's like putting a bowl over a lamp and maybe, maybe we're afraid or we're uh, sometimes ashamed or sometimes anxious or uh, afraid of, of what others will think of us, but, but we're called to push forward with truth, with grace glorifying our God. Now, uh, we're supposed to permeate uh, through our society as these agents of light, agents of love. Just as, as light cuts through darkness, we're to cut through the darkness in our world. Now, uh, then the third thing is this. Our light glorifies God. Our light glorifies God. We're called to be light, right? And uh, light has a purpose. It's not just there to be covered up. But uh, but the third thing, our light, it glorifies God. And um, G Jesus says in Matthew 5, 16, in the same way, let your, good uh, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You know, just as it is with physical light that we see, so it is with our light. It's often shown uh, by our actions and by our words so people can see our light they can hear our light they can sense our light right and what do people see when they see us here's the thing about doing good deeds elsewhere jesus warns us of doing good deeds in front of others just to be seen and so we don't want to just do something nice for someone just because it's going to uh people are going to think good of us or people are going to like us more or think we're better than we actually are no, we, we do our de good deeds as, as part of who we are because we're different. And because we want to live for God's glory and we want to point everyone else around us uh, to him. And so Jesus was confronting some religious issues where people were just doing these nice religious things to, to really just to earn respect. But no, Jesus says, let our light shine before others that they see our good deeds and not glorify us, but glorify God in heaven. You know, the glory is all his. It's, it's not ours. It never is, never was, never will be. And so that's the battle that we have to fight. And so what are these good deeds? Living and loving like Jesus and pointing people towards truth, pointing people towards God's grace. Each Christian is called to, to move into this world and, 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 and live in such a unique way that people see us and, and man, they, they're struck with something. They see a glimpse of God himself. So God wants you to change this world by poking holes in the darkness. You know, so how can you let your light shine at, at work, you know? Maybe you're, you're at home for a few more days. Uh, how can you let your light shine um, in your household? 
how can you let your light shine among your friends? How can you let your light shine in your neighborhood? And um, how about in, in your um, in your personal life? How can you let your light shine there as you're kicking off thinking about new habits um, for this new year? How can you let your light shine in your online presence? Can I tell you a secret? It's 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 not sharing politics or uh, being divisive, right? No. So I want to wrap up today and just remind you, we just got a couple more days left of our Be a Lover Challenge. And it's something we've been doing um, for the past two months where we kicked off this Be a Lover Challenge and we wanted to hit 500 um, acts of love in the name of Jesus before the end of the year. We just got a couple more days left. But let your light shine. Uh, go to cfsforlovers.info, record your acts, because we can't count them if we don't know. It's not for your glory. Uh, this is just to let us know. Um, but we just want to have some fun with this, and we really want to um, be a light in this world. Man, that could really use a whole lot of light. And God wants you to change this world. You are the light of the world. You are the light. Your light has a purpose. And don't let that purpose uh, be covered up. Instead, let it point people to glorify our Father in heaven. Right now, we're going to go into our time of communion together. We celebrate this meal together every week as a church. And if you have crackers or bread and some juice, go ahead and grab those. Because this is a, a time of symbolic and solemn and joyful um, remembrance and celebration for us as a church where we celebrate and remember that Jesus's body was broken like the bread we're about to share and his blood was was spilled and poured like the juice we're about to drink and we remember that Jesus the ultimate light came into the world for us I'd like to close with John 1 verses 4 and 5 it says in him talking about Jesus in him was life and that life was the light of all ma mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Praise God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you. And we have so much to celebrate at this moment. And God, as we're kind of in these few days after Christmas, we're relieved and um, we're, we're kind of wrapping up our Christmas lights, so to speak. God, we're also preparing for a new year and better things and better habits and, and um, moving on from some of the old. God, I pray that right now, where we are, that we'll be reminded, we'll be challenged, we'll be filled uh, with your spirit, God, to be light where we're at and wherever we're at. God, thank you for sending your son Jesus into this world and showing us the way. God, may we live for your glory, and may other people glorify you because of, because of what we do. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Let's share in this meal together right now.